we are now. We're late. Important date. Four. All right. Whoa. There we are. All right. It's been uh, two weeks, right? Well, so uh, yeah, we had a break. Yeah, we had a break for Reef a Palooza. I'm gonna run a million miles an hour. I decided like this time, like let's like not run all the way and go do the trade show and not try to jam all this stuff in at the same time. So uh, terrible for you. Good news for us. <laughs> uh, so this week uh, we're gonna talk about uh, new tanks. I also got Nick Manderfeld to join us. And for those of you that don't know, Nick is our wholesale manager. How many years you been here? Six plus. Six plus. All right, so you were yeah. in the old building even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's been with us for a super long time. I will tell you beyond that, Nick is one of the steels that sharpen steel. How many times, we, how many conversations do we think you had, you and me? Oh, uh, uncountable. Uncountable, <laughs> How exactly. many times have you been called steel? Yeah, steel, yes. Ooh, uh, uh, in many yeah. video references, too, yeah. Yeah, really. yeah. So he's Flatter. one of the people that you hear from a lot, whether you know it or not, and it's coming out of my mouth, because uh, I talk to Nick all the time, think about how we can perfect things, what would you do in this case. Uh, part of it, uh, he has a biology degree, so he adds like, a little bit of uh, knowledge that like was totally outside of my ecosphere. Uh, as, <laughs> Sometimes like, how do you even say this, man? How do you pronounce this word? Latin's uh, tricky. Yeah, yeah he's got, he's got <laughs> it. Uh, so yeah, so he's joining us today. And the real reason though he's joining us is because you've been reefing for how many years? About 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah, you got me by five. So uh, yeah, I mean, inside 20 years, you know, you learn a lot of different things about why you do this, what you're in the hobby for and why like this is all coming together for you. And so that is the heart of it, man. Uh, the three of us are gonna talk about like, you know, why it is we even reef, why right? Is, yeah. I mean, I think we said, why do you reef, bro? Yeah, why do you even <laughs> reef, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, why do you even reef? Because I think that's like an obvious answer in the essence, like, oh, I love fishing coral. But like, I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks for people at people at the show, uh, you know, Greg Carroll and I were talking about it. They're mm. like, oh, why, I mean, there's a reason why you set up the first tank, but after like 10 years, why do we keep doing this? Keeps you trucking along. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and, there's yeah. Some, there's a, and there's some definable answers for that reason. And if you can do that, and you can mm. answer that for yourself, we can take this one step farther and build out tanks that hold interest instead of like a whole series of never-ending three-year tanks. Well, I mean, there's hobbies out there like, uh, I don't know, knitting maybe, or <laughs> RC cars, or some kind of hobby where... Those are mixed. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you knit, if you knit RC cars. Uh, but there's like hobbies out there where it's like, okay, there's only so far you can go in them. Mm -hmm. uh, Non-complex. serious knitters would probably disagree. Ah, well, I mean, yeah, then you start <laughs> knitting. That's when you start knitting like dog vests and things. You know? I mean, you can just diversify what you knit, but uh, as far as the complexity of things, I don't know. Uh, if, I guess there's, there's probably complexity in each in each hobby. This one's super complex, though. Yeah, or, I think everything has a. Uh, I want to say an end, but everything kind of has like, well, I've taken it like, to some point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Reefing doesn't have an end, yeah. right? Uh, partially because it just gets bigger, partially because most of us don't know what we're doing uh, and the knowledge set. Like, I've never seen any hobby where mm. the right way is so crazy diversified, right? Like, uh, woodworking, we've decided how to work wood 600 years ago and we're only perfecting the last little bits, right? Yeah, yeah, your dovetails are yeah. solid. And reefing, like we are still learning and we're learning from each other, uh, right, mm -hmm. in real time. And so it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's no end to the amount of stuff you could do uh, and then the types of tanks. And that's one of the things like, your first tank is probably like a softy and polyps and then it's mm -hmm. like a mixed tank with euphilia. And then you're like, oh, I got some SPS corals in there. Then I mastered that and I got clams. Mm -hmm and I'm going NPS, I don't even want lights on this thing, I'm gonna feed it only this, and then it's seahorses, and then like it just like, higher you know, and higher maintenance. Yeah, double, double <laughs> harder yeah. and harder. Yeah, well, higher maintenance is tied to harder. Yeah. There's right? more at stake too with reefing versus like knitting or RC cars. Yeah. Worst thing, I run my RC plane into the wall and I have to go buy a new one or something, mm -hmm. or I knit, you know, wrong and I have to tear it all apart. But reefing, we're actually trying to keep animals alive. Both yep. empty your wallet, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We crash the plane, crash the tank. Oh yeah, for sure. Be, but one of them is uh, not heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's death involved of yeah. living creatures, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna just go ahead and ask Randy, man, right off the top here. Or you know what, I'm gonna go, uh, since you're the new joiner here, why is it like starting, <clears throat> like day one, because uh, there's kind of a couple different things here, man. There's why like, why did this day one? There's why I did it five years later and why I'm doing it now, right? And like, I'm not gonna harp on the whole thing forever, but I mm -hmm. just like get a grasp because I think some of us 
like have some camaraderie in this and do it for similar reasons that we're not totally aware of until somebody speaks it out loud? Uh, so initially it was, oh wow, look at these cool critters. I want them in my house. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, walking through the fish store one day, you start maybe getting a little braver with what you want to bring home and eventually you're, you've got coral and saltwater fish and from there just kind of snowballed. You know, you want those, you want the, the challenge. It's always about the next challenge. It's always about the, uh, you know, the, the next hardest thing to take care of, the next, you know, um, that and the curiosity that uh, is pretty much limitless as far as this hobby goes. It's, um, oh, yeah. you can kind of go on forever. You can kind of... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. So that is one of the more interesting things. So I've seen a ton of videos out there. They're like, uh, is reefing hard or whatever, oh, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it doesn't I have think, to be. I think they're written like yeah. with an agenda, like to tell you like, oh, this is not hard. You can do it. You know, it's not that challenging, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go the other direction, man. Reefing is monumentally hard. It's the hardest pet that you may ever uh, try to uh, maintain doesn't mean the actual function of cleaning the glass or whatever is hard, mm -hmm. but hard to like sift through the sea of information to finally get the right way, or at least a way that works. You're into this for like 4,000 posts, you know, like months and months of research, <laughs> trial, <laughs> failure, whatever. Once you yeah. finally figure it out, mm -hmm. not hard. Yeah, the yeah. path to figuring it out, it's super duper duper hard. We need to know how to differentiate the good advice from the bad advice. Mm. So learning through trial and error, unfortunately, is a ultimately a big part of it so uh, you learn who not to yeah yeah uh, uh, so I told some of you watched my Facebook page the other day I failed this week uh, and we dosed a half a gallon of sodium bicarbonate in my tank by accident but I solved it in a matter of hours and the reason is because I failed that way before uh, I dosed like 10 gallons of kelp to my tank like 10 years ago right and luckily I came across the right post at the right time and that one was, told me to go dump vinegar in like immediately tablespoon at mm. a time till I fix it yeah. right and if I hadn't found that right away I would have lost everything so I lost xenia and crabs and all the corals survived mm. uh, but it, it's about Better. knowing what you do immediately in this case I know unquestionably what I need to do right now uh, to solve this issue and this one the alkalinity is like off the hook Right, and so like we just do an entire almost 100% water change with tank water from another tank. Yeah. Solve it, all the SPS corals are still there today. Uh, it's still colored even. I, I couldn't believe we didn't lose a single one. So yeah, you learn okay. the hard way, uh, keep going, mm. yeah. Yep. So that was one of the things though, is when we were talking about this is, like when you see those videos, is it hard? You actually, I think, and you say it's easy, I think you're actually like not feeding the type of person that actually wants to do this because uh, I will tell you the reason that I ended up liking this. I didn't know in the beginning, and I didn't know this about myself even in the beginning. I like it because it's hard, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it's hard makes it cool, makes it kind of unique. You don't mm -hmm. see this at everybody's house and like makes it challenging. If I saw this uh, like, it's, it's, like it was a cat in everybody's house, I'm probably not interested. <laughs> You know, I just, I just like, I, I, or at least I'd lose interest over time. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. just keep trying to climb the ladder or yeah. uh, cool, um, you know, different systems. My little sea monkey system only kept my interest for about a month. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, that was pretty easy. And here they are swimming around. I mean, they're not going through the hoop like I wanted them to, but uh, I need something new. Go <laughs> <laughs> so, for the ad in the magazine. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking for some Under feedback. <laughs> yeah. Feedback from yeah. you guys. If you like the fact that this is hard, man, like give us a, like a thumbs up or say me too, whatever, because I'm just super curious like how many people are in the same boat as like the fact that this is challenging, mm. the fact that there's a never ending amount of information to learn here, mm -hmm. the fact that like uh, this isn't a super common thing to do is what excites me. The mm. harder it is, the more fun it is. Yeah, there's so, uh, so many me levels. Too. Right. It's uh, when you when you first look at it's not like fresh. I mean, okay, so freshwater is probably and to some degree can be hard also, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you get down that rabbit hole, any rabbit hole you get down can be hard. But mm -hmm. I mean, from right off the bat, even when you first start thinking about saltwater, it's I've got to match this salinity thing, which means I'm doing different measurements and testing, mm -hmm. and that's just the basis of it. And then I've got to go through this cycle period, and then I've got to keep this, get this light right. And there's so many aspects of it that you got to get right from the outset before you even want to think about being successful. Yeah, it, it is. 
Uh, monumentally hard. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, and and uh, maybe you're a genius and you just stumbled on the right thing and you're saying, no, it wasn't me. Uh, but uh, for me, uh, monumentally hard, but in a good way. In a good way that keeps my interest and in why I'm doing it for 15 years. Yeah. If it was monumentally easy, uh, I'm done. Uh, I would have yeah, probably <laughs> in and out. Because I love the corals and I love the fish, but like that's owning a pet, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a hobby is something that you can learn about, spend energy in, and perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And so like I will probably, because I love fish and coral, I, if it was only that, I probably would love fishing coral at different points in my life and have a tank at different points in my life, the same way that I have a cat or dog in different points in my life. Yeah. Uh, but a hobby, man, I can carry through my whole life, mm. right? And so when mm -hmm. these things intersect, man, is where you really get that, like, kind of, uh, you know, enjoyment that just, like, you don't get from anything else. Yeah. I don't know a single hobby that I can't. I've been thinking about them all, home brewing, brewing RC, or whatever, that would possibly have kept my interest for 15 years. No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, you, unless you're going bigger and better every time, like... Sometimes progress, or in most cases, I'd say that the progression in the hobby is probably what keeps you interested. Uh, but I can see myself in this hobby regressing back to a point of interest where mm -hmm. uh, so the whole the whole idea of setting up a whole brand new tank in different sizes, different shapes, different you know biotopes or whatever I want to keep in it mm -hmm. uh, re-sparks my interest back in the whole thing again. And I may be starting from scratch all over again, but that's interested. So this is kind of like one of the debates that, that is here, right? And so, uh, I, and most of you that have been reefing for a while will probably raise your hand to this one too. It's like, I have a whole series of three to five year uh, successful tanks. Mm. Like, if you yeah. have a 10 year successful tank, you're like in a small minority, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's not because like one of these people is better than the other one either in, in every case. It's like, that you just kind of like lost interest. I climbed Everest, I looked around, and then I went back down. You know, uh, you know, and like next time it's like, let's do this without oxygen, right? I heard K2 is harder in the winter. Uh, you know, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, and so like, you know, that's kind of like I set up the LPS tank, I set up the SPS tank, I set up the fish or uh, MPS tank, and I learned new things and, you know, eventually, I don't know, I can't tell you a single seahorse tank that I've seen that's been up for five years. No. Can you? Yeah, no. I mean, even one, we've got one here that's been up for like probably two years. There's, yeah, I think around. Three maybe? Yeah, two. Tyler's. Two, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you just said, well, Tyler's kind of not as excited about it as he used to be. Uh, it's more about sorry, the coral. Well, it's about the coral now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less about the seahorses. Yeah, yeah. but it's a lot of work to take care yeah. of the seahorses. And so, you know, you really need to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. You achieved it. You did something real difficult mm -hmm. and, uh, and whatnot. Hmm. But it's kind of like kind of the next thing. But there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, you, it's a hobby, so there's nothing wrong with five-year continuous mm -hmm. tanks, and I'm going to change it out. And actually, this was a good discussion that uh, Rania had just right before this, which yeah. was, you know, his dream's a 90-gallon tank, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's kind of limitations on that, and we're talking about how do you maintain interest once that thing is super awesome, and you had a really good piece well, of feedback. I, I mean, if you think about, uh, okay, so... 90 gallons in five years, 90 gallons in 10 years uh, is going to fill up. And, and But I'm not one to just sit there and, and watch it. Like, okay, I've been there, and now i got to keep my interest. Uh, like I said, I like, I like WWC's approach, like to their 500-gallon tank, where they've, I've walked, walked in their store before or, in, or seen in videos before, like massive, giant colonies. And you're like, okay, that's been there for like five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they come in and they go, you know what, I'm done with this. Tear and yeah. Yeah. cut it all out, tear it out, or tear that colony out and put something fragged in there and watch start all over again with mm -hmm. watching new coral grow. Uh, so you can keep your interest by playing around with different things in your tank. Like, I can easily get rid of a colony. I'm not really emotionally tied to it. Uh, and then start a whole new one with a different type of coral. So some of you out there would say, blasphemy. That's terrible. <laughs> you grow it out. But yeah. you know what? It's a hobby for each person, yeah. right? And so I think this is really cool, actually. A really great idea. Uh, grow them out. Build these big colonies. Then, you know, frag them out and, like, fund Sharon. the next yeah. one, right? Yeah. Or whatever it is you're going to do. Away. You know, trade yeah. them for something else. 
And so that's super cool. Like you get those little frags and you build out a whole thing. And then rather than like rebuilding my whole tank from scratch again. Everything's already in place. Just like take out yeah. a handful of corals and try uh, your hand at a new couple of corals. Yeah. And with the goal of watching them build out into something big. So I thought that was a really great, unique Maybe answer. more difficult than a few different types of corals. So like my encrusters or like my zoas. Like your, like your softy tank in your office. Like we want to replace some of those yeah, Z's, those Zoas yeah. and pop pallies in there. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be take some little more effort. Yep. So maybe Josh you can pork plan sandwich. Ahead. You're right, man. We need to get some new <laughs> uh, So uh, I've got like six paintings. I was going to put them up somewhere. I didn't get to do it. Like there should be one right here. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But from Josh. So check out his <laughs> website. But uh, uh, yeah, man. And so the other thing I also thought about was when we were thinking about this is, you know what? So some people want to reach the summit, uh, and then when you get there, if it is it just as much work to stay there as it is uh, to get there? Mm -hmm. Eventually, it's going to crumble under its own weight. So there's a lot of people out there that's just like, well, I'm not progressing unless it's getting bigger, yeah. right? And uh, Randy's the only person I know that sticks to his guns and has said, no, man, this 90 cube is my dream, right? But <laughs> it's like, bigger, Randy. You know, there's no, there's wisdom <laughs> in this, right? This one is peaked. Because at, <laughs> at the top, when you hit the peak, man, uh. like, now, if I can have minimal maintenance, I can just sit around and enjoy it. But if it's a lot of work still, I can't, right? To, to me, I, I was thinking about this last night. So I've done the tank room. I've done the, the big tanks. I've yeah. done the, the medium, more manageable tanks. And right now, my real dream tank would be something that I can actually enjoy rather than constantly messing with it. When, mm -hmm. I, had my, when I had my tank room, I spent... 10 times the amount of time in the back fish room looking through the back glass than I'd ever did looking at the looking at the front mm -hmm. and you know it's kind of a defeats the whole purpose I mean how, how big was that system it was, uh, 180 with a 75 sump and then mm. it, it even had auto water changes but I mean it was still a constant yeah, wall. struggle yeah so that was another so, thing too is you build out this dream in wall right yeah but like some of the things is like you sacrifice when it's in the planning stages and then yeah. you wish you didn't later on. So in wall, like, uh, I listened I to all the stories. I don't think I'd ever do that again. Yeah, because you... There's like, no access. Yeah, <laughs> no way to reach it from the yeah. front. And like a lot of times you can put like cabinets in, but there's light spill and they yeah. warp and whatever. Yeah. So you, you can still do it. You just got to really think about it. You're escaping and doing everything upside down and backwards. And mm -hmm. I had a snorkel mask on at one point and it's I, so it, much it miserable. Uh, somebody yeah. came up when so David yeah. when David Hammontree was here talking about that because he's got his in wall somebody was mm -hmm. uh, came up with the idea of well why don't you set up a, a cheapo like Amazon camera or live stream camera in the front so when yeah. you're aquascaping oh, yeah. in the front yeah. you can yeah. just kind of watch it and see what you're on doing. The live feed. I'd get yeah. so messed yeah. up and turn backwards yeah. but so uh, yeah. open and honest man I always wanted an in wall until I heard your story and then like you know what dude like that does sound like it would be really hard. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, like I want that for myself, but I don't want to be the one that does the work yeah. in that case. <laughs> or like even if my mag, my magnetic cleaner came detached. Oh, from the front. From the front. Oh, you have to go all the way have, around the well, back. Well, so you, I'd have to, I have to go around the back, position it, and then quick run all the way around. Oh no. And try to catch it, but yeah. there's you know. Yeah. So you see 50 times turnover, so it's blowing around in the tank. And so what does the tank look like, man, now that you can, you know, what's my enjoy? Yeah, what's your what's dream? What's the then? new dream? So, what's by the, the way, he moved. Uh, so he's yeah, he built tear the, Yeah, yeah I st I'm starting over. So there's that. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting over from scratch. I actually lost all but a handful of coral. Mm. Uh, I lost. In that 180? In the, in the 180, yeah. yeah. I went Moving. from full, well, from... Some sort of crazy pathogen, potentially oh. from Jason here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wiped me out over time. Spreading yeah, spreading the stuff. Yeah, um, mm. and then I lost all my fish uh, several months ago to uh, what I thought was just a minor uh, power interruption. I lost mm. fish I had for. 12 years, 12 plus years. I thought it was minor so, here too. We yeah. lost for like six hours and we lost like $5,000 in fish. Yeah. Like, uh, and I've, yeah. I've lost power for a lot longer than that before too and not had that problem. So it's hard to say. Yeah, it was a like a domino effect. I lost one fish and then it triggered a... So can we see a picture of the in wall? Like uh, at least like you had a planning stage. I had photo. a heck of a time finding. Oh yeah, there's yeah. my... 
There's my rendering. Did it end it up working pretty, like this? Pretty close to that. This is the fish room. That was the room. Yep. Yep. Um, that was the beginning. So uh, now we're if, all started. If you're looking at this just for a moment, imagine from the front if you wanted to look at it. Yeah. How would you nice clean, clean it or like move the aquascape around, trim a coral or whatever? It was upside down and backwards. Yeah. To, so yeah, like, it was bad. That so becomes. I thought about work. cutting. I thought about cutting a hole in that wall. Above it? Many, many times. Yeah. But mm. uh, it gets harder could, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So think about that. If you're going to do in wall, like find a way that you can get some cabinetry or in there that isn't going to warp and isn't going to leak light. Protect all your uh, your utility stuff. I mean, my that was all brand new. Oh, that uh, was in the HVAC. utility room? I mean, my ductwork was Rusty. rusting, the mm -hmm. pipes, and I mean, it ages stuff at yeah. a rapid rate. Yeah. So then yeah. maintenance wise, what's your, from a maintenance standpoint, because you said your dream was less maintenance. Less, less maintenance. So honestly, at this point, I don't, I don't know if I would get crazy with the coral necessarily. I mean, again, like you're saying, there's no reason why you can't start with simple stuff and then tear it out, provided it's not, you know, invasive mm -hmm. mushrooms or xenia or, you know, I don't know. To me is to me, the dream is actually being able to enjoy the tank and sit it, there, sit there and look at it, and and not have to tinker with it every every t chance I, yeah. you know, hmm. every free moment shouldn't be maintenance. There should be. I think I've gone the wrong way. Enjoyment. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I can't help it. I, yeah. I I wanted to go bigger than I've had before, yeah. right, in my own house. Uh, and uh, the same thing is I don't want to uh, be tinkering with it every last moment either. Mm -hmm. And I want to slow it way down. In the past, man, it was just like race to the finish line. Like I want to get this up as fast as I can, get it grown like out as much. Like the marathon coral yep. mounting session we had here. I mean, yeah, yeah. we wants to put 200 corals in here, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, I shared this with uh, some people at the show. And, and this is a first world problem for sure. But, you know, when WWC sends you 200 corals to put in the tank, like uh, nobody's uh, shedding a tear over that. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty awesome You're event. Cramming each one, every one in there, yeah. But it also takes away from the enjoyment mm. from it. Like, uh, it's, you know, I didn't pick each one of those for the tank. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I took that, like, multi-year long event of, of like, getting acquiring new stuff, dreaming about new stuff, yeah. and like, you know, really being engaged with the animals we're putting in here. Instead, it was super cool. It's like, you know. Legit, the boxes show up, yeah. I think, you know what I can say <laughs> it is? Christmas, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. curating your own garden versus a gardener coming in and putting it in. Right, oh, yeah. it's a landscaping company. company. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's true. The landscaping company probably do a better job than me, but yeah. I'll appreciate what I did more. Right. Yeah, we definitely have a unique problem here with. Uh, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> first world problem, man. But, like it also illustrates what I'm going to fix yeah. going forward. Yeah. Right. I'm not yeah. going to do that. So I'm going to definitely deck out the front frame frame of it. So you walk in, you're going to see Euphilia and stuff, and move in, and it'll yeah. fill out. And then the back, hmm. I'm going to add just like a couple corals here and there until like I'm going to enjoy it, the process. I was thinking I was like going to take pictures of them and then frame them out on the wall with their names and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And really, like, really get engaged with the animals that I'm putting in here, like so that I have a like a deeper connection than like here Instatank, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you know, definitely that is a unique issue. But like I don't, not totally, because a lot of people will also just go buy it as fast as they can. Yeah. You know, uh, and you just skip the process, you know, be, partially because you don't want an empty tank. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't want a tank just, just stand empty. at rocks. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's kind of like why I'm like, okay, if I can fill out one, you know, the part of it peninsula is you got multiple sides you can view it from, right? right? So if I can view the one side and it looks full, I'm okay with the other side just taking a while, right? Mm -hmm. And also, for the first time in my life, fish, right? I just yeah. haven't really gotten into fish in the past and i think you have uh, oh yeah. yeah yeah i just i just haven't like I, the fish are there you know f to be fish right it was the yeah. corals that i was really excited about in this case man i think i'm gonna choose like these are my pets man i built a system that's gonna last this long you know mm -hmm. like there's no reason the fish shouldn't last you know the 10 yeah. 15 years or whatever well, I had my their life flame hawk for 13 years i guess moved them from Maryland in a box and in the back of a truck and I had gotten rid of all the other fish I had at that time but yeah I kept him and that was kind of the breaking point really when I when he 
I croaked. I decided I was taking a break. Well, see, that, that raises yeah. a really good point, too. Yeah. It's like, uh, so you've been, in a, you've been doing it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. You've been doing it for 15, 16, 17, however many years. Uh, you were almost assuming that, that climbing the Everest and getting it to your 10-year tank means that you didn't have any pitfalls along the way. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's one, another part of, another way to keep your interest is you run into these issues. Yeah. You run into the coral disease and stuff, or you run yeah. into fish dying. Uh, and, I, and then I think the biggest, uh, the biggest hurdle across then is how do you stay motivated and start over again, mm -hmm. or how do you keep going afterwards? And for a lot of people, that failure, even to five well, years after Craigslist or seven day. years after, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to give it all up. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy from Brightwell was here, uh, and he didn't share this story. I'm going to share it for him. Sorry. Uh, uh, you know, I've talked to him a lot, man, and I talked to him about, you know, his, uh, you know, journey with his corals. And he's been doing this longer than all of us, and, you know, right now he travels a lot, so that's a, you know, a challenge for a tank. And he, yeah. like he gets excited about it on the phone with me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to get it set up this way and whatever. And one of the things that keeps holding him back, man, is the loss from last time. Oh, yeah. You know? So he had to set it down, shut it down to move and mm -hmm. whatever. And, like, he had a coral in there. I think it was called, like, the 20-year coral or something like that. Like, it's yeah. been with him forever. He'd been fragging it to the stores. He got it, like, the same year he got it. Uh, or his, his daughter, daughter was yeah. born, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, the devastation even now, man. Like, it's like, you know, getting back on the horse, you know, like... What if it happens again? Almost? Yeah. You know, can I, can I do this? Like, can I handle the weight of losing it again? Right? Okay. And the answer is yes, man. If you uh, never know uh, failure, you'll never know great triumph either. Mm -hmm. Like, I pity the, the soul that is willing to have neither. Right? Uh, and so, like, you just got to come in the right way. But, like, when, if you lose a five-year tank, the chances you set it up again uh, next week are pretty low. Like, you're going to take a break. It's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a massive investment that you put into it, too. It, it probably most yeah. likely. Mm -hmm. and then it's also kind of nice not having to take care of a reef tank for a while. You take a break for, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just from yeah. time, man, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a little I, different. I, I've got several here still. It's not like I'm totally out, but yeah. Well, you know, you got three at your desk. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, here, we got another yeah. one of, oh, one of them was at his right desk now, yeah. uh, before. Oh, yeah. So how oh, big is this guy? Look at this. The less than a gallon. That's a GoPro case. <laughs> Those are quarter-inch bulkheads. That tank was up for a year, by the way. It's yeah. got like a cup of had, water had, in it. SPS. <laughs> well, it had a sump, but yeah. It's got SPS and zoanthids, and there was a... A fish in there briefly, but yeah. Yeah, so that's actually a good example of like what happens uh, if you uh, like are looking for something new to do. Well, you set up a one cup tank on your desk. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I just yeah. in the last year it's entertaining. I didn't, I didn't have enough to do already. It was yeah. attached to a sump too, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was a five gallon bucket. Yeah. But yeah, like find something <laughs> something new to do. So that's mm -hmm. super cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. So for me, I, I gotta share that like when you're setting up a, a big tank, mm. part of the reason I'm thinking about it in terms of just not like setting up for, you know, series of five is because you're spending a lot of money. Right? Yeah. I, I won't mm -hmm. ask you how much money it, it took you to set up the last one because it's probably still painful. Not the little tiny one? Uh, no, 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 you built on, you're, you're doing CAD drawings and stuff in your basement setting it oh, up. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and I didn't so, keep track, that's dangerous. You don't, you don't keep track. Don't, don't keep track. <laughs> well, because then when somebody asks, you have to tell them. And, yeah, and, uh, it's easier just to just not have to lie. Yeah. I don't know, a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lost track. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, so if I'm gonna make this kind of investment, I'm not gonna make it because I'm gonna do this for three years. I have to have some kind of mindset that I'm gonna do this for a really long time, mm -hmm. right? Like this is this is gonna be the one, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna yeah. put that kind of time and money into it. it, at this time though too, I'm pretty certain. I mean, knock on stone, uh, I'm not gonna fail like catastrophically. Like, will I yeah. have hiccups and stuff? Yeah, but I'm making some decisions in like power management. Yeah, and you have to plan and, for the inevitable hiccup yeah. and prevent it from becoming catastrophic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so. like. A, number one, is every single piece of gear in your tank will fail in 10 years, some of it three times, right? Yeah, some of definitely. it five times, yeah. right? you know? Uh, and the only difference uh, in there is how fast do you know and what do you do about it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, 
Like for one instance, uh, you guys will hear about this in a future episode, but I had to put a $10,000 generator in my house, right? Yeah. Uh, so it turns on with gas. I've never felt the need to do that oh, before. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. it automatically turns on, natural gas turns on, generator, powers my whole house. Uh, I could have got just for the tank for seven, but at that point, like, do the other three for my family, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, is like, that seems like a, a unnecessary thing to some degree, but mm -hmm. not if I'm thinking these are my pets for 10 to 15 years, and then mm -hmm. not when I live on this, like, dead-end street where all the power is still on power cords in the, in the ceiling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, or not in the ceiling, but uh, on, uh, on the road yeah. on poles. Yeah. And my neighbor says, yeah, we lose power here about once a month. And because there's uh, so few people on the street, we're always last Low to get priority. it fixed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can be out of power oh, for yeah. three days here all the time once a year. Like, so you're losing your pets and your food and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, That's a like, good, well, now no the brain. solution's inevitable. Yeah. Like, uh, if I can understand that that is going to happen to me, I kind of knew it was going to happen to me if I counted up 10 years anywhere I live. Mm -hmm. A little less so when they're buried, uh, but still, like, somebody can drive into a power transformer or whatever. But, yeah, but if you even. have power lines feeding your house from the street, uh, and that's what your neighborhood's like, and you have any kinds of storms like mm -hmm. we have in Minnesota, uh, this is inevitable. Yeah. You know, you're going to lose power. So, yeah. Human so, error is also, also inevitable. It's like... Your Kalkwasser thing mm. that you did, and then the 160 when you turned on the the uh, two-part doser overnight and came mm. back and it was cloudy. Mm -hmm. Now we had the E170. <laughs> I'm just calling out all this failure. But it happens. Like, more you go turn an outlet on, yeah, yeah, yeah and you're yeah. just like, I'm going to come back to it. And unless you physically make an effort to... Put your keys on there, or oh, yeah. like set an alarm, or do something. You're I gonna forget about it. I still flood my basement on a yeah, regular you're basis. You're 20 years into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, I've, I've, yeah. One thing I learned about myself <laughs> yeah. is I'll never come back for it. Never. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know. It's, yeah. I, like, it doesn't matter. I put like a band-aid yeah. or, or a rubber alarms. band on my finger or whatever, yeah. dude. Like I'll just forget that's even there. <laughs> uh, like or what I do that for. Uh, yeah. I just like I just will never come back. I so the rule I've I've learned is just don't do it. Mm -hmm. Like don't like yesterday. You know when the tank uh, got a half a gallon of bicarb, it was because Josh turned the pump on to prime it rather than just sit there and hold the button until it's primed. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he forgot, right? <laughs> Who hasn't done something like that before, right? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, and so oh, yeah. and normally if it was soda ash, we would have, uh, it would have been no toast. Well, no, actually oh. the. Uh, the alarm would have gone off almost immediately oh, the from pH. Yeah, yeah, but like because we're using bicarb, the pH goes down just a little bit, and there's no warning. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no warning at all, and because there's good flow in there, it's actually you know gassing off the excess CO2. Yeah. So the pH actually didn't get low, and from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. from a half a gallon of that stuff mm -hmm. going into the tank, we didn't wow. get our first alarm until then. So like, tridents on those tanks. I know. So <laughs> I kind of mentioned uh, that, like, uh, like the trident would have solved that thing, and yeah. I'm like, dude, uh, I don't know. Then Terrence, of course, called me. I was like, dude, you said it was 800 bucks. You know, it's only six. <laughs> and like, it doesn't matter because you can't even buy them, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, they're uh, they're always out of stock. You, yeah. you can barely keep them in track. We well, gave but all of them away. Well, we did give a bunch away. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he's right in the essence that, like, in that case, I would have watched the alkalinity go up. I don't mean, I don't even, I can't imagine what it actually hit because we did, like, more than a 90-gallon change, and it was still an alkalinity of 12 at the end. On a 60-gallon tank? On a 40-gallon tank, oh, we drained gallons? it to the bottom. Like, there was maybe an inch of water at the bottom mm. and then replaced it all with water from the XXL 750 because it was heated and stable and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And still, that little bit... Diluted to this, hit 12 dKH. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what it really was uh, 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 while well, I was sitting in. So far, uh, no losses yeah. at all because we acted fast. You know? yeah. But yeah, you just keep learning over and over and over. Yeah. I'm going to plan on learning less. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that came out right. But yeah, uh, I want to, like, I'm pretty confident. We won't have, I I'll have losses. I will have failures, yeah. but I'm confident that I won't have a catastrophic one that will like shut down the tank. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, even within that, there's always room. You know, you never know. You never there's know. a you never know when anything specific is going to fail with electronics. But no, I, but you're prepared to bounce back. You're not going to just completely give up on this one. Well, my plan though is is like. I will put the resources into it to make sure that it, and like take the time. Like a lot right. of people are like, how come the yeah. tank's not up yet? And I'm like, yeah, before we were racing. 
to get yeah, these things up. That's true. Like now it's like, hey man, I'm gonna put this in about as fast as you would, right? Which means the tank doesn't even arrive until like December. Right? It's at your house. Yeah, it's in my house. Not here. Yeah, yeah like my yeah. wife has a limit of how many times me and Dave can go enter the house to film. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty it's hard because I got boundaries. a one-year-old and three-year-old running around screaming the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dad. You know, like uh, they really want to know what's going on down in the basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's going to go at the same pace that you would do this, which means like from inception to like I'm going to buy the tank to the time that's actually set up mm. is like a year. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. and by the time there's corals and stuff in there, I don't know the exact, and it's probably a little sped up from that. But like, if I was literally doing this on my own and nobody was watching, two years, yeah, something well, this big, I would to do get it, it stocked to get it to the point that running. like it's running, everything's in its place. And now we're because going. there's mm -hmm. inevitable like a month where it gets almost nothing done to it. Yeah. Right, like uh, yeah, all the stuff is here, but I haven't convinced uh, uh, Nick and Randy to come over and help me do it. <laughs> <laughs> to move it into they're, the basement. They're busy. Yeah. 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 Like, no, but that brings up uh, that brings up a really good point about the longevity of your tank and keeping your interest is slowing it down. Uh, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. enjoy the practice. Now the the Insta yep. tank that I used to throw up, uh, it's going to take me two years to get to that point. So now I'm already successful for two years because I haven't even got very far in two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, now my now I'm interested for the next three years when I add one coral and I watch that thing for a while and see what it's going to do, and then I add this one over here. Mm -hmm. So for sure, slowing it down can make me last ten years. Well, I think every one of us in the beginning was a race to the finish line. Oh yeah, right. Like, like oh man, I really want to. I want it to look like that. Yeah. Uh, that's that how thing. I. That's how yeah. I went from a forty breeder to one hundred and twenty-five in like three to four months. Mm -hmm. uh, like three different tanks. Just scratching that there. itch. Just, yeah. hey, I want it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, that's uh, if you guys watched today's episode, you heard a little bit about like how I'm going to try to do this in a way that keeps my interest for the next uh, years. So mm -hmm. just to reiterate real quick, I'm going to have three panes. Front one's going to be all for gas, uh, euphilia, and whatever. Back pane's going to be for me. It's all going to be really slow. It's going to be SPS. I'm going to take it into my fish. I'm leaving room for build-outs of adding the you know refugiums and lagoon tanks mm -hmm. and stuff, other places. And I just like slow it down, really enjoy the process of the whole thing. Uh, it's not a race that I'm in. This one's for me. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can really, really take the next evolution for me. I really got a grasp of life support, mm. man. Like, like, I got a grasp on this. Mm -hmm. So next step, biology of coral and fish, right? And you guys know me, like these guys know the names of every last coral out there. To me, uh, green one, purple <laughs> one. You know, I, I just haven't like got into one. it that yeah. way. Like yeah. I love the fish and I love the corals, but like, I was like, I just haven't got into, you know, really, really digging into the species mm -hmm. and understanding the differences of all of them and being able, to, you know, to predict the growth patterns just by a simple glance of it. Mm -hmm. And what I want to do this time is learn all of that because my real passion behind getting to the summit is actually learning stuff and then doing what we're doing right here, which is share it with other people, mm -hmm. you know? So learn and then share. And then like anytime, like we're at those Reef Palooza shows, like watch the light bulb go off as we're talking about something, like yep. that is the little like, you know, shot of joy for me, right? And like, ah, oh, man, we shared something cool. <laughs> like, this guy's gonna walk away knowing something he didn't know before and he's gonna go apply it. Like mm -hmm. that is the greatest joy in my entire life. Uh, like. Uh, that is why I say all the time, this is my dream job. Thank you so much. Uh, it's that little shots of joy that I see uh, as light bulbs go off. So mm -hmm. hopefully I will get to learn more and more and more about that, hopefully with you guys, mm -hmm. uh, and then share it with you. So you, next dream tank, you talked a little bit about it already, but like this is like a imaginary universe where it actually exists. Yeah. After your right, hiatus? So I, after my, yeah, yeah, after my hiatus, my pseudo hiatus. Um, I'm putting together a big freshwater planting tank right now, so we'll see how long that lasts. Awesome. <laughs> the way you described it to me was uh, I'm putting together a freshwater planted tank, and everyone knows that that is not going to last long for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're just as hard as a reef tank, uh, in in my opinion. Um, I'd say harder in some ways. Yeah, possibly. The, the daily maintenance of pruning. Yeah, it. pruning. I'm not really into the pruning, so I'm trying to keep it on the easy side and lower maintenance side, but 
it's been a long time since I had a big freshwater tank. That's where I started when I was, you know, I won a goldfish at a fair when I was like seven and now I'm here. So it, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of, a lot in between there, but, um, yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my house. I want to remodel the basement and see where it best fits in there, but it's not going to be in the wall. Uh, it's going to be probably five by three by two, just to keep it somewhat manageable. Hmm. And I what don't know. What is a five I'm, by three by two? Uh, Anybody with a calculator? Yeah, or hey, or on the calculator. lines. Yeah. <laughs> Volume calculator, um, five by three by two. Just, I, I want it to be easy to work on, easy to get into and out of. Mm -hmm. I've got like five reef tanks worth of gear at my house, so <laughs> in my garage, so I, I feel obligated to use some of it, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to about, enjoy a little bit of a break. What about like theme-wise on it? So that's the tank and everything. Type of corals. Okay, I'm Type dying of corals. to know, because I haven't actually asked you this. So, I'm dying to know. I hate to admit to like coral snobbery because I always give Zach and uh, ah, those guys a hard time <laughs> about it, but um, you got to be careful about what goes in there if you're planning for the long term. I mean, I, your your zoanthid tank got run you know overrun by the probably the, the, uh, probably the ugliest. <laughs> the ugliest I mean, if you've seen there. Josh pork sandwiches though, and then you go to your lyrics, yeah, tank, like, what? there's like what hints of the coolest ones in there, <laughs> yeah. but then there's this massive oh, mound yeah. of. Brown. I, I kind of cry a little inside every time I see that big wad of nasty. I know. I just got a proto in there. So I had Dave. I don't, Dave, I don't know if you want to show my oh, yeah. my lagoon, but oh, this was one of my favorites. So that was that was a pretty sweet tank for, yeah, that for a while, and then then I, they moved me twice here in two months. That cataphilia is still alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, still you're about to give uh, Josh uh, pork sandwich. I know. I was, uh, was kind of killing money. it there for a little while. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, just gets you know. By the way, Get if anybody's curious why Josh's uh, pork sandwich, I'm going to ruin his story, but <laughs> apparently like he burned down his parents' house with a pork sandwich. And I'm, oh. I'm butchering his story a little bit. <laughs> All right. He told me that. That's that, new to me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, like, so there's one thing I learned in this life. If Rev over from uh, Reef to Reef who's here likes you, you must be a good person. Hmm. And he told me how much he likes Josh, and uh, I really got to know him a little bit better at the most recent show. Mm. And he's a super awesome guy. So uh, nice. if you ever read a show, stop by his booth, get some zones. I bought a bunch of paints because I thought they were super yeah. cool. But so that was so, a pretty non-committal answer. Yeah, and sorry. What corals so, are you going for? Again, I want to I want to be able to enjoy it. I don't want to constantly be testing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. A mixed reef. With I'd be picky about it, but you know, anywhere from softies to some SPS. I mean, I've done done kind corals. of everything. I don't really. I don't, I don't, I, I think, don't know. I think there's a theme in there. That's tough. Like, once you get to a Balance. certain point, picky. Picky. Right? Yeah. 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 Like, I don't need the most. Yeah. I, I just want the stuff that excites me. Uh, yeah. I've already done, like, colostria, and I've already done, like, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. all types of euphilia. I but I haven't done, like, gold torch euphilia, and I haven't done, yeah. like, other, I, I probably wouldn't do candy cane corals again, but. So I guess I'm not, I wouldn't be like a true coral snob, or I don't, yeah. I don't really care if it's got a cool name. I just mm. care if it looks cool. So, I mean. You don't want any birthday cakes? <laughs> <laughs> After party Unicorns. acros. Yeah. After yeah. party acros. I like that. That was the, I think it still exists here. But, you know, you see those pictures of those things, and they look amazing, and then you get them home, and they're, they don't look like they're worth 600 bucks for a, a mm. little booger. I'm going to give you but, the exception to that because I believe that. Yeah. I have seen so many corals that I bought online and, yeah. I'm like, you know, you see it in person, you're like, ticks. Yeah. yeah. But there's a challenge for you, though, uh, yeah. to get that booger into a colony. Okay, but looks like, like the picture. E even the, the color, though, isn't the same, right? Yeah. Okay, so there is, I spent a lot of time this specific Reef of Palooza in Chicago going to every coral booth mm -hmm. and filming them and like asking some questions. And you, and you can go to my Facebook page or the Ask Reef uh, to Reef one, uh, or Ask Reef, Ask, Ask BRS TV yeah, uh, one. And you can see like all the different uh, uh, booths. And the thing that I came away with is if you're into corals and you want to stock your tank, yeah. you got to be out of your mind to not go to one of these shows. Spend, fly in for the day, Where? you know, wait for one that's in your area. There's New York, mm. there's Orlando, there Chicago. is Chicago now, there's LA. 
once a year there's one around you and for you know uh, probably two hundred dollar flight you know you can go do something really cool yeah. but also you can see i i called the post like ten thousand corals but it's probably twenty thousand man and you can go see the ones in person that ignite your soul man like that <laughs> mm -hmm. is the one yeah right and then there were some there like i mean you heard me on camera because i'm showing it you know real time like this looks fake uh, like yeah. this looks like the most Photoshop, high <laughs> contrast, uh, stretched out photo ever. But dude, it's real. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want that one. You know, <laughs> and like not all of them were expensive either, mm -hmm. right? And like there was one uh, I was at uh, Frost Booth, and they're like, mm. dude, I He's want a good deals. Yeah, yeah I want yeah. a rock and enemy tank only yeah. because these things are awesome. They're really right. Cool. When yeah. you saw his collection of them there, oh, yeah. I could have a whole tank of this. Mm -hmm. You know, for a while. <laughs> uh, and then I saw specifically, like, you see those super expensive uh, anemones, right? Yeah. And, like, this thing, man, is glowing in a way that I've never seen anything glow, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I, I was I was just flabbergasted. But you got to so, see it in person. You didn't have to order it online. On And film it or on a picture, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Right? And and the, uh, real, the re reality is because a lot of times they aren't believable. Yeah. Jo right? Josh says, stop destroying my story. Josh is here. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Josh. <laughs> You're accusing uh, him of arson. I okay, don't no, no, no. So Josh, will, I, I, Josh agreed to come on the show. Okay. So Josh, when it comes time, up. he will actually come in and tell the real story. <laughs> I totally butchered it. I'm so sorry, Josh. Uh, uh, all right. Well, so, you, you got a hard stop at. Uh, oh, I do have a hard right? stop at 10 minutes. So we're okay. going to ask, uh, like, I got a call. I got to take it exactly at 1.30. So we got 13 minutes. Let's answer some questions. Get some questions, Eddie. So hello, Josh. Good yep, to see you. There you are. And everybody else that would know joins us normally. Glenn Rudolph, 4.99, as always. Oh, Appreciate wow, thank you, man. He right uh, does have a question attached to it this time. How can I fast forward this series to get to the Display <laughs> Fuge episodes or the so-called wall-mounted frag tank? You can't. I'm you gotta take the take journey along with me, dude. Yeah. We'll, bit by bit. We'll see you in a while. So, uh, <laughs> Thanks, you know, Glenn. I was told once that like a, uh, the great story is yeah. somebody wants something and the process of uh, how they get it. So that's what I want, and you get to watch the process of how I get it, but it's going to be long. Brings you right? there every week. And you yeah. know what? You, you think, like, oh, man, how am I going to wait all this time for this to see that happen? Like, dude, the, it seems like the BRS-160 or the 52 weeks of reefing was, like, yesterday, man. Right? Yeah. But that was, mm -hmm. like, three, Almost four years going ago. going on four years. Yeah, yeah it was four, yeah, 2015 or something, right? Mm -hmm. oh, man. So, like, yeah, dude, like, the stories go by all the time. You learn <laughs> something new every week, and so... There is no fast-forward button on life, and yeah. in this case, I'm actually making a, 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 a actual effort to slow it down, mm -hmm. right? And so we can uh, really feel the journey of what it's like to set up an actual tank uh, and explore like all of the little aspects you, of it. You end up with a better result, too, when you take your time. Oh, for you don't sure. just yeah. cram all your wires under the stand. You don't, I mean... I still do it, though. So, I, you know, I, I just did it. So, like a week ago, I did the same thing. Better Gee, results? Because yeah. I'm in a rush. Yeah. Poor, yeah. poor Felix. Okay, so yeah. I had oh, an initial man. idea of how I want to do this tank. I changed it by a few inches. Oh, had right. to reorder all the glass. Yeah. Oh. Right? It was already done. Oh. You didn't go smaller, I'm assuming. Yeah. No, no. It went a little <laughs> yeah. bit bigger. I didn't account for some, some oh, things. No. And then, so, then... The poor guy, man, we've been talking about uh, mm. uh, the overflow thing. Originally, it was internal. Yeah. Then I changed my mind about that. I just couldn't do it. I thought I could stomach it, and I just couldn't in the end. So we go external. Mm. And so, like, this poor, poor guy, Felix, he's working with me all this thing. We're doing all these changes and whatever. But taking the time to get to the end, I'm actually happy with what we came up with yesterday, right? And it's, literally, it was yesterday we J finalized the last little bit of it. How many times has he bought new glass? Only once. Okay. Right? Well, I was actually buying some new glass now for the uh, external overflow block. Okay. So three times. Uh, and, but like, uh, it's it's taking the time, man. I'll be really happy with what came out the other end. If yeah. I hadn't, you know, I was rushing it. I would have gone with the original thing. And then every time I looked at that box, bug, yeah. I'd bug drive me crazy at the box inside. But more so was I just realized I really, really, I don't know if it's possible. But really, 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 really want to have only MP60s on the back, mm -hmm. no pumps or cords in the tank, on the ends or anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And if I only put them on the sides on a four-foot wide tank, eight yeah. or deep, however you want to say it, it's all the detritus going to collect in the center on well, the bottom. You can't even get it. Yeah. I need one of those pumps on the middle to flush it out. Yep. And 
I just can't have an overflow that goes top to bottom because of that, uh, or I'll cry. Uh, <laughs> and so thank you, Felix, for sticking with me. Actually, every time I call him, like, before I say what I'm going to say, you should just lie to me and say it's too late. I can't make any changes. <laughs> but he refuses but to he lie to me. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Uh, let's see. Jeremy, oh wait, no, we got uh, our core reef, dollar ninety nine for them. Love the challenge and success. Love the challenge. The successes are very satisfying. Absolutely, oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. It's kind of why. You uh, do it. Yeah. Let's see. Jake has a bunch of questions in here, so that's oh pretty look at cool. that, wow. bam. So we must, Dave pulls out all the good questions, Jake. So bravo that you got like three or four of them. <laughs> <laughs> so first is where is your favorite spot to place the heater in the sump? Oh, all right. Mm. You wherever it fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more good flow. Me personally, yeah. uh, I would put it uh, if I could fit it. I put it probably in the baffles where the water actually flows around it, yeah. right? Uh, but outside of that, I put it in the main chamber because that's the one chamber I know for sure will never go dry, hmm. right? Yes. Unless yeah. we let it sit for the next three years. Even three years, it might still hold water. Yeah. Yeah. So never Peters ever return pump area. Anyway. Yeah, never return pump area, never anywhere that yeah. could run dry. That would, yeah. that would be my answer. Good flow. Cool. Yep. Uh, Jake also asks, if you don't have a drilled tank, how would you run your return? Oh, up. drill it oh. is the answer. I'd stop and drill it. It's super or easy. Or up and over the top. You could, I just it doesn't like, look as nice, but you're not you've married. Drilled, you, there's, you a, there's a footage out there on, a, oh, on our the lagoon. Yeah, the yeah. Instagram, of, of BRS Instagram, yeah. where Nick he drilled the tank while it was full, and while it was fully established, while it was that lagoon tank. Yeah. Drilled it in place. I got mm -hmm. some it can be, can pretty be done. street cred for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would drill it, personally. I just make the decisions where you're never going to worry about it now, because... Everything in reefing, everything catches up with you. Yeah. Always. Every bad decision where you're like, I should probably uh, do that. Don't worry about the float valve. Just you'll remember. Yeah. Boom. And just <laughs> flood. Punch, in, punch yeah. yourself in the face right now because yeah. somebody else is going to do it for you later. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, every time you feel that way, just go do it the right way yeah. if you can. Uh, so Absolutely. I like this one from uh, Tristan's Reef that we haven't pulled over yet, but uh, he says, are you going to do the BRS WWC hybrid cycle, and how will you address issues like Aptasia, turf algae, and, and et cetera, in this, okay. I'm guessing, your tank? So uh, cycling my tank, now I'm no longer in a race to, uh, uh, like, get this off the yeah tank, it could be right? longer than the brsw okay so there's a couple of different things i learned about cycling that i will do from from here on out okay first i will get all of the utilitarian fish established right so mm -hmm. probably a four month process and like i'm not thinking four month cycle because it's like a, it'll give, give you an it, idea give it a hard kind of how long it should take yeah but what i'm going to do is get all the utilitarian fish uh, in there before i turn the lights on Right, mm -hmm. so I'll have my tangs uh, for you know all the various types of tangs that eat algae will be all established in there. I'll probably have uh, uh, some wrasses in there before the corals go in that eat parasites. I'll probably mm -hmm. hope, hopefully, I won't end up with any parasites, but if they are in there, these will probably keep them at bay in a way they don't spread. Yeah, I have all those fish in there that like help keep the tank clean, established, and ready to go before I turn the lights on. Right. The second thing is uh, one of the things I've learned in the last, uh, uh, I don't know, six months is I always thought all that bacteria booster crap was garbage. I really did. I just like, I knew the one, like the one and only will help cycle your tank yeah. and like, you know, get rid of Jump the cycle. Like, that's decent. legitimate. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's definitely with uh, the, uh, you know, just like dry rock that doesn't have any of that stuff on it. Given it a source, totally worthwhile to do. Right. However, all this stuff that's like, you know, clean your tank. I thought it was like nutrient, whatever, but like, so. Oh, the digests and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so what real. I'm learning yeah. is most of those things Some are like not. bacillus bacterias or different types of bacterias that eat algae for a living, right? Mm -hmm. And so we saw, if you, got, if you watch my, uh, uh, like my own Facebook page, so you can follow me if you want, just Ryan Bachelor uh, on Facebook. And I showed a film of the video back there of the, the Red Sea tank that's in the studio. It was filled with uh, bubble algae and hair algae, right? It's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. uh, we started dosing Vibrant to the tank, 
And in like, what is it, must be five, six weeks? Yeah. Something like that? Six, I think. Yeah, yeah, all gone. It's not a marathon. Right? Like, it's a marathon. There's a little a bit of Alva in the back, a couple pieces of bubble algae. All of it's gone, though. It looks super nice. So, like, what uh, uh, Jeff has told me is, like, dude, he starts it with the, the tanks this way, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And because of that, in the beginning, you never even Stay run into algae. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the holy grail. Like, if you can start a tank with, filled Skip with your utilitarian fish, yeah. right? And you have a bacteria that helps you cycle the tank to the point that you don't run into algae issues in the first year, the success rates for the average reaper, probably quadruple. Hmm. Like, you don't run into algae in your first year? Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Right. I mean, that's a whole new thing. Yeah. So if you're talking about cycling, so the cycle for me will be cycle using uh, some kind of product to get yeah. like uh, uh, the bacteria up and running. There's a couple of them out there. You know, the one and only I think is like a dormant yeah. or maybe it's a live bacteria. Dr. Tim's. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then there is uh, some dormant ones like the uh, Microbacter 7. Uh -huh. And uh, I think Fritz has one that's like live, but it has to have like a real tight, you know, it has to be in a refrigerator, turbo star, it has yeah. to be in a really tight temperature one. Uh, recently, Brightwell has been uh, working on one, I forget what it's called, but it has a really wide temperature range, uh, so they mm. can be shipped throughout. It can even be frozen, like like up to three times. Mm. Uh, it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah, that's huge. So uh, we'll probably test that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to find that out. Uh, but like, so I'll use one of these things that uh, will cycle the tank uh, for me, get ready for the fish, get the tight fish up there. And before I turn the lights on, probably a week or two before that, start dosing the bacillus or similar type bacteria that helps keep algae at bay, turn the lights on and see if we can just skip the entire ugly stage of the tank. And so start thinking about a cycle, not as a ammonia, which is the simplest thing out there. A cycle is getting the tank ready for corals, mm -hmm. right? And so that's a semblance of what that will look like for me, or at least my approach to it. Uh, I will also probably run UV on these things, uh, and you can debate UV all you want, but like all the things I've seen is yeah. it will reduce the chances of me running into issues yep. in the tank. Ounce of uh, prevention, pound of cure kind of thing. For sure. In fact, in the tanks back there, if you can follow all the little lives we do uh, on Facebook, uh, we turn the UV off. Uh, one of the tanks got sick, and so did uh, the one that didn't have UV of the four. Yeah. Right? So, uh, was the, the, I think it was the tanks that had the reused live rock. Yep. Yeah. So yep. there was something in that system hmm. that after the UV was off, showed its face on some of the tanks. Anecdotal, really but like, I don't care. I don't need absolute proof. Uh, like I go buy dog food or cat food. Like I don't need somebody to show me a 40 years peer reviewed study. I just do the best I can, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that's kind of what the cycle looked like for me. And uh, hopefully all that makes sense, but more approach. I want, my cycle needs to keep LG at bay. Yep. Uh, or all the new problems that people have. Yeah. Uh, next question, and then uh, we got to roll. Yeah, you got to get out of here in a minute. So, uh, last one for Nick. Uh, Nick, if you had slightly changed your in-wall setup to have allowed for access, would you still feel the way that you do, uh, that you would never do an in-wall setup again? Oh, man. I, it, maybe. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> depends on the room, I suppose. A hatch, I guess, would have been nice, but there's no real replacement for being able to access a, a tank from yeah. three, two or three sides. There's just, uh, yeah. I don't Maybe. think I ever see my. If I had a professional but if you hire finished a carpenter to do it, yeah. Hire a service takes care of it for you. Then you do in wall. <laughs> to clean my tank? Yeah. Money's oh, not man. an option. Oh wait, money's not an option? Uh, that doesn't say oh, that. But oh. No, but someone in, hiring? The, in a yeah. world. <laughs> I've seen a lot of really awesome yeah. in-wall tanks, and a really high percentage of them have a maintenance service come and take care of their tank. It's because so, it's and the, form over function. Yeah. Really. It is. It's yeah. a beautiful uh, addition to a room. There's yeah. no question, yeah. right? Or it's like framed, but framed picture almost. Even yeah. if you put the, the, the tile or the doors in the front, you can access it, yep. you still miss the ability to get from the sides, yep. right? So it's beautiful addition to the room. It's like the same thing, like when we talk about, you know, going 30 inches deep, a, you know, over 30, you know, yep. you get taller and taller. It's a beautiful, beautiful tank, but know what you're getting into because my arm ain't that long. Yep. You know, yep. and there's not wrong answer. It's just no, like when you're long doing term. it, what you're doing. Yeah. So long-term feasibility of maintenance. 
it fully right. comes into the ten-year, five-year, ten-year tank. I mean, it's kind of all there is to it. So, hope you guys all like uh, caught some out of this. Like, why maybe a couple of this is like, yeah, that is why I do this, and this is some reasons and how I can make this, uh, you know, interesting to me long term. Uh, I'm gonna kill you this, but we are <laughs> gonna skip next week too. Uh, uh, I will tell you that first off, it's because it's Halloween next Thursday, Thursday. right? I couldn't get any guests to come in on Halloween because yeah. all the kids and stuff, uh, and they're gonna trick or treat flying into Minnesota. Ain't, ain't cool. So uh, <laughs> uh, the second thing is Dave and I are actually working on a, this is the first time I've talked about it out loud really but we're working on a new series for newer reefers you know some real clear direct advice and so we're really trying to jam that out in the next few weeks it'll probably come out in the next month or so but uh, so being uh, I mean it's probably beyond most of the people that are watching uh, here today we might be interested in it but hopefully a cool little series to help people be successful in the beginning uh, that first year where it's really hard uh, and if you get past that first year, man, you can really go anywhere. You know, like get your feet wet and understand. Sweet. So uh, that's what we're we'll working on. So we're gonna take a break again next week. I know you're gonna kill me. I can uh, feel all the evil glares as we sit here right now, hidden through the camera. <laughs> so but, uh, sorry, but yeah, it's Halloween. Enjoy Halloween. Go trick or treat, or go with your kids, or do whatever. So see you in a week or two. Bye, guys.